I couldn't increase my intake because my most of my meals were like again like a big part of like a chicken beef yeah. and small amount of cooked vegetables and I, I would never have space to eat a salad or a fruit afterwards like I would I was always super like stuffed if mm. that's the right way to say so I wanted to open myself for more colorful veggies yeah. and like whole foods like literally I want to I want to eat a bell pepper like at this point in my life I want to eat a bell pepper like a apple friend. Welcome back to the Self-Love Breakfast Club. I'm your host, Crystal Rose. I am so happy you're here. If you are new to the podcast, welcome, welcome. I hope that you have gone back and binged on several episodes. There are so many. We've had so many amazing women on the podcast from Olympic athletes to doctors to coaches, just so many incredible women. So if you have not checked out other episodes, please do. Um, my personal favorite episode is the one of me and my husband. We talked about healthy relationships, so I'm a little biased. <laughs> uh, but before we get to today's episode, which is a health and wellness episode, which is one of the kind of like the meat and potatoes of this podcast, like everything is really rooted in taking care of yourself, right? Self-love is about wellness. And so whether that means eating a healthy diet or working out or whatever taking care of yourself means to you and to all types of women. And it is extensive. And so we really dive into that on these episodes while trying to keep it also conversational and fun. Because personally, I don't know about you guys, but I get so bored um, when I listen to these podcasts and they're like, tell me your entire life story from birth till now. I and, and you know what? And I hate it too when I'm a guest on other podcasts and I'm asked that, like, what's your story? And it's like, well, which one? <laughs> Do you want my entrepreneurial story? Do you want my health and fitness story? Do you want my... Uh, life self-love coaching story like what story do you want so we really try to keep it fun and light here while also digging into the meat of things and I really hope that we do that well for you guys um I am super duper excited first of all I don't even know how we're in spring how we are in spring now it is almost April (laughs) time is flying even in this panorama we're in Um, And I am launching a new program, a group coaching program called Pendulum. Early bird enrollment is open. And you guys, oh my God, I have really sunk my teeth into the self-love world. And my goal is to help as many women as possible just break free from the bullshit that holds us back. And a lot of the times, most of the times, it's food and body issues. It is our relationship to food. It is the fear around food. It's our control around food. It's looking in the mirror when we've had a bad day and being like, ew, gross. And just like associating everything to our body image. It's letting, you know, society ingrain into us these feelings about ourselves that aren't real that we don't need to hold forever and I have just been on my own journey like trying to figure out how I can help others break free and it's taken me a little bit to get here but now I feel like I have the credentials and the tools and the experience to really guide others through 
this process of loving yourself unconditionally, healing your deep wounds and ruptures. And even if you don't have, you know, trauma with a capital T, there are all these things that have kind of gotten you to where you are. And so if you are not happy with yourself, with your body, with how you feel, with food, with self-love, then I invite you to check this program out. You can go to crystalrose.com slash pendulum, P-E-N-D-U-L-U-M. And just, just read it. Just check it out. Just read it. If it speaks to you, fill out the application and we'll set up a call to talk about it. But oh, you guys, I am just like so excited. Like I am so flipping excited about this because this is kind of like another step in the direction of changing so many lives. And I just like think that I've seen a lot of this lately and I kind of want to put this out there if this is you or if this is someone you know. So often I see people say things like, I got to do this myself. I have to do this all myself. I want to do this myself uh, when it comes to personal development. And let me tell you something. I don't know. There's a meme going around um, and it's actually true. Um, And it says that being fiercely independent in that way and wanting to do things all of yourself, it's a trauma response. It's a coping mechanism. And if you are trying to heal while living inside of that coping mechanism, you're going to go around in circles. There is no shame in reaching out a hand and, and asking for help. And in this process with what I do is I don't do the work for you. Like that doesn't work. You can't have someone do the work for you, but there's a level of guidance, right? So if you want to like grow in business, if you want to grow in personal development, the best and easiest way to get to where you want to go the quickest is to ask for help and to get someone who has been there, done that, and has the skills to help you. Otherwise, you can end up spinning your wheels for years, for years. So if this program speaks to you, I just want to invite you to come ahead and let's talk about it because, oh my God, you have no idea the just the freaking happiness as a state of being, as a constant, and the love that you can have for yourself that is just like waiting for you if you choose to step into it. And of course, you have to be ready. You have to be ready to change. You have to be ready to accept help um, or, or, or you're just not going to, you're not going to do it. So that's my invitation. So today on the podcast, we have Mariah Typhoon, and she is the co-founder and CEO of Vivu. It's an application based on urine data. Yes, like peeing on a stick. <laughs> it delivers personal advice to the individual for a healthier lifestyle. Mariah has completed undergraduate studies in bioengineering and has graduated from Stanford postgraduate program specializing in go-to-market strategies, as well as diet and gene expression. Mariah has previously founded a company in medical diagnostics, smart homes, and smart co-living spaces. Okay. And like I said, we have an amazing guest today and I'm so excited for you guys to meet her. Mariah, welcome to the Self-Love Breakfast Club. Oh, thank you so much, Crystal, for having me. I'm so excited. How are you? I'm I'm good, actually. Thank you. I'm doing pretty well. It's it's uh it's been it's been a crazy couple of weeks, but we're making it. <laughs> so we like to start things out with goals, gratitude, and badassery. So 
first up is goals. What are your current goals right now? For this year specifically, I would like to be able to invest more time into a bigger purpose than like like small things we are dealing every day, like mm-hmm. environmental issues, uh, wage gap. Like I want to invest time and educate myself more. Yeah. I love that. And what are you grateful for? Oh, so many things. <laughs> so for being alive, um, for my family's health. And I, I had a, I, it's the first time I had a pet. And I don't want to even call it a pet. I uh, rescued a cat and I'm so grateful for Buddy as well because it gives so much love. Yeah. That's so cute. I have a cat too. He's 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 mean sometimes, but he's also very loving. So we just never know what we're getting. <laughs> and badassery, that's basically like something you've done recently you're really proud of or you think is pretty badass. Um, I think uh, my, my company's growth because we've been growing 40% month on month last wow. year. And from December to January, we made a 70% growth. And it's easy to tell, but it was super hard and a lot of like uh, sacrifice from your personal life. So mm. yeah, it was a badass year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. Scaling a business. I, I know that, you know, for a lot of people um, and myself as an entrepreneur, when I see other entrepreneurs just like blow up, it just seems very much like a, we were here struggling and then we blew up and that was it. And it's like, okay, but how, (laughs) like, how do you, you know, step into and scale, um, a business because there's so many things to think about between like supply chain and, and, you know, so, so just dig a little bit into like what that was like to realize that you were growing and, and taking maybe some steps to scale that. Sure. Um, I think it's vital to smart, uh, start small, uh, to be able to grow in a healthy way because once like simple example is when we launched in the first month we literally made like nine sales and people are happy about it because we didn't market it people yeah. heard about it and bought it and next month it was like the double and then you become you have 100 customers and you have thousands then it becomes 10,000 but it doesn't happen in a day it's like mm. ongoing progress that you have to do a little bit better than you did yesterday. You have to put efforts. So scaling a business, as you said, is super hard because of it's not just like customers are growing. You have to provide for them. Mm. You have to do the supply chain. So if you want to grow healthily, uh, healthy and be able to scale, you have to take small steps, but sure steps every time. Yeah, I like that. Small but sure steps. Yeah, because we even just like you know, one of my businesses is a boutique. And so we have clothes and there were times this past summer, we'd sell out on something in minutes. So I'd be like, oh, I should have gotten more. But then there'd be other things that no one bought, like actual crickets. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it was so hard to just be like, okay, what do we even do here? What do other people even do in a position like this? So I just like being able to share those kind of you know, behind the scene tidbits, because it, it always from the outside looking in just looks like, and we're successful. <laughs> the end. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't work like that. No, it's, yeah. it's an ongoing pro- progress. Yeah. Process. So what sort of sacrifices did you need to make in your personal life? I know, I know firsthand how hard that can be. Great question. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> asked me this before. Um, well, we are, we are talking about self-love here. So in that, in that realm that, uh, <laughs> As you can imagine, romance is the first sacrifice when you have a business. Uh, you, you cannot spare 
enough amount of time to the other half of you. Mm. That's 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 a that's a big thing because you want to give time, but you know you have to reply to that customer on that moment, or you have to present investors in that particular Valentine's Day, whatever. Like mm. so, that, that's a part of it. Uh, same for family. Sometimes I think sleep, which is which is the worst because sacrificing sleep also affects your productivity but you also have to work harder maybe at night because mm. nobody's talking so you can be more productive uh yeah these uh, and how about you like <laughs> I, I really would like to know like my, what my other own... women sacrifice yeah well so um, this is funny um <laughs> So uh, my husband actually has a really demanding career um, as well. And so as an entrepreneur and I have two businesses and this podcast, so it's kind of like having two full-time jobs and like a side hustle, right? Um, so I have to really time block my time or I'd never see him. He's gone every weekend. Um, so I realized very early on that with his crazy schedule and my crazy schedule, if we didn't just be really super intentional about our time together, then we... <laughs> we'd fall apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I definitely don't spend as much quality time with him as I'd like. I'm definitely on my phone, um, you know, more often than I would like to be. Uh, mm -hmm. But that, you know, that's part of it. Um, and recently, yeah. I realized that, um, you know, I'm gonna have to wake up earlier. I had this whole thing about you know, not waking up with an alarm because I don't have to, because I create my own life and I live mm -hmm. by design and on default. And I've had to recently just face that I was coming up short in both businesses. <laughs> and the answer to that is just work harder and <laughs> just work yeah. more. And I, I realize that I have to sacrifice that. I, I that can be something that happens later on, or maybe when things are a little bit more established. But right now, I have to just get up earlier. So those are a couple of big ones. I have always hated um, listening to podcasts or um, reading books and stuff where the entrepreneur is like, I wake up at 5 a.m. or I wake up at 3 a.m. And, and I'm so productive because I wake up at 3 a.m. And I'm always like, well, good for you. But that's not the way I want to live my life. Yeah. I'm like 7.30. Always keep working, like warning me, warning me, like you're not productive. 30% recovery, but I have to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's like, you know, a lot of people say that entrepreneurship, um, it's better than working for anyone else. And I'm like, you know what? I'd happily work for someone else. <laughs> I never minded having a job that I really enjoyed. I think that's more important um, than, you know, being your own boss sometimes. Because if you really like what you do and you happen to have a boss, like, cool, that's awesome. Um, I wish like, I could boss sometimes. <laughs> Like, that's a really, really important point as well. Like, it, it is super stressful to be an entrepreneur, like mm. super stressful. And sometimes you question yourself, why did I put myself into this life? Oh, yeah. Of course, we love it. We are feeding from it. Like, I know, I know entrepreneurs have that kind of, mm -hmm. I'll say, it's that we seek for more, more trouble, more stress, more growth. Yeah. But yes, like, we should have limits. We shouldn't stress our bodies and minds this much. We have yeah. to be also caring for ourselves. Like your podcast is about, like we, we, we shouldn't forget about caring ourselves. Yeah, it's so important. I mean, it's so important in anything you do, whether you own a business or you're in a relationship. I think a lot of times people get into a relationship and then they just stop taking care of themselves because they're so focused on the other person. Um, really anything just external 
outside of ourselves that we just hyper-focus on that even if we like really love and it's really exciting or just really demanding, you know, it's so easy to just kind of neglect yourself. And then you have a whole ass mess to come back to, to like clean up, um, as opposed to figuring out just like the little, the little pockets of self-care and maintenance that you can integrate into your day to just make it that much easier, Mm -hmm. better, you know, more enjoyable of an experience instead of just like running yourself into the ground and asking yourself like, why am I even doing this? Yeah, like that, 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 like for example, exercise, uh, what, what makes me hold on. Like if I don't exercise regularly, I know I will fall apart. Like I have to uh, give that time to myself. Yeah. to increase my flexibility strength so I will I can continue to that day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that. That's so there's so much discernment there too because like I think um I'm at the point in fitness it's just part of what I do every day. It's just like part of my life and it happens and and there are times where I just have to give myself grace and be like it's not happening today. <laughs> like it's just it's not happening today. It's not an hmm. excuse. It's I just do not have it in me and I know I'll go in there and it just won't be fun. It won't be what I need. Um I'll just you know, we'll start up tomorrow or sometimes I've had like a week that like a really, really, really tough week where I've just had to be like, it'll be, the gym will be there. It'll be okay. But having that as a daily part of my life and knowing that I always have that to come back to is just so, it's so needed. So relieving, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it yeah, is so yeah, needed. Yeah. I wish we could do that in business too, right? Yeah. This week, I don't feel like it. Like, I just want to give myself a <laughs> I just want to give myself a rest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's the thing about entrepreneurship, man. It's that whether you like it or not, or you want to or not, like, there are things that are not going to get done if you don't do them. And so you just have to step up and do them kicking and screaming sometimes. So okay. let's talk about your business because um, we're kind of dancing around with the subject of entrepreneurship. But I want to hear a little bit about um, you, the product that you created and just like, like t- tell us, <laughs> tell us about it. Sure. So our product's name is Vivu. It is a wellness app uh, for people actually like you and me and your audience. They, yeah. I'm sure they will enjoy. It is a wellness app that tracks your urine. So you just, <laughs> Which is like, yeah, it's a, like, pee stick. it's a pee stick. It's a so pee you stick. pee on it and take a picture with the Vivo app and instantly you will be able to see your uh, body data, such as your hydration levels, your pH, your ketones, like if you're burning any fat, mm. uh, even UTI, kidney, etc. And on top of that, it provides daily meal plans about like what you're lacking and what you should be eating more, what you should avoid, etc. So it, it is a reason why for a year, yeah, like what? we have almost 50,000 users all around the world. So yeah, it's pretty exciting. That's So that's crazy. So from your pee, you can tell what you are lacking in your diet and then it gives you suggestions. Yes, not everything, of course, but we can see multiple variables like some minerals, uh, vitamins, um, some small infections. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> what? <laughs> How did you, did you develop this I'll idea? I'll send you one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send you one. Yeah. <laughs> Was this try. your idea? Yeah. Like uh, initially it's a, like a teamwork, I'll say. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm one of the founders of the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the CEO also, but like, yeah, it's a teamwork, I'll say. Crazy. So you were just like, hey, what if, or like these are... What if I know, could be on a stick? <laughs> yeah. What, I mean, I think most of us women, by the, you know, by the time you hit age 30, have peed on a stick 
many times, <laughs> whether, whether that was uh, intentional or not. So <laughs> we have the practice. So yeah, that's the thing. It's so simple. Like, yeah. you know how it, how it works. It's so simple. Oh, and it's, so it's connected to an app. Like I, I'm so intrigued by this. Yeah, so there are uh, colorful boxes on the test. Uh, mm-hmm. When I send you, you'll experience firsthand. Like, yeah. uh, and they're changing colors based on analyzing your urine. Mm. And it's image processing, basically. Like, you take a picture through the app, and then you will be seeing your scores. Wow. Yeah, like this. Let me show you. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's so cool. It's fun. And like the great thing is it doesn't leave you like desperate. Like it just also gives you the recommendations behind like how can you improve it? Because, you know, all all the products in the market, like they say you're not taking enough steps or you are like your heart rate variability is bad and you just like have to deal with that data, Mm -hmm. but you don't know what to do. We didn't want to do that to our customers. We wanted to be, we we want them to be able to take actions and improve them. Yeah. Like tell me what to do. (laughs) (laughs) What do I need to do to to fix this? Or yeah. So what do you feel like has been the most um, beneficial aspect of this for people, for your customers? I think this, seeing the efficiency of their diet is one of the big, bigger, uh, biggest selling points, mm. especially for ketosis audience. They want to be able to track their diet efficiency. Mm. Uh, pa- pa- paleo audience, they want to see their pH levels. And as we go to a bigger and bigger audiences, even something simple as tracking your calcium is pretty life changing or mm. magnesium. Can it? Can, can, because that simple mineral, if you're lacking of it, can impact your daily life a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Magnesium. I have a, um, a good friend who's been on the podcast a couple of times, and she's like a supplement wizard. And the magnesium is just so important, and we're yeah. so depleted of it. Like, it's not in our soil. And um, so supplementation is really the best way to go about getting it. And I did not realize how important it was. I'm a health person and I didn't realize it even until like last year or so. So getting that supplementation and taking that and making sure I have enough daily, especially because, you know, I do work out. So that's stress on my body. I am naturally a stress person because of all the work mm-hmm. that I do. So like that depletes magnesium. So yeah, that's really important. Very interesting. So ketosis, um, I don't, I'm not like a huge fan of the keto diet, I'll be honest, mm-hmm. but just tracking ketones, um, does it matter on whether or not you do keto or not? I'm, this is probably the stupidest question ever. Um, <laughs> no. because, and I probably uh, should know this as a nutrition person, but <laughs> I have no, no idea. Great question though. So Vivu's recommendations in scores change mm. based on your diet. So mm. if you pick keto ketosis, diet all mm. the recommendations will be around that but if you're doing a normal diet i don't do ketosis as well at this okay. point and i i am actually trying to go vegetarian so it's, it's super different like different yeah. times for me um then i shouldn't have ketones in my urine it means like i skipped mm. meals or i don't get enough carbs complex carbs as much as i need so mm. vivo warns you about that so it's not just for a ketosis audience but whatever diet you're making whatever lifestyle you have uh, we would just come in between and fill the gaps for you based gotcha. on your requirements ah that's really cool so you can kind of be like this is essentially like the kind of diet that I do and it'll give you recommendations and analytics and all of that. Very interesting. How long have you guys been in business for? How long have you been doing this? 
So we launched in 2020, but we started oh, wow. in 2018. Yeah, bad year, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but like everything is online now, so like uh, you, it's like drop shipping. As long as you have the access to right supply chain, mm. uh, simple things like Amazon e-commerce uh, platforms, you can sell anything from like wherever you are. I, I, I used to be I'm living in the United States. Now mm-hmm. I'm back in Europe because I don't even have to be on site anymore. Everything is online. Right. So, yeah. Anybody yeah. can start anything this today. Everything is accessible for everybody. Yeah. I feel like 2020 really showed that to people. I feel like, you know, it kind of like, it kind of lifted the veil and like it showed that the barriers to entry, like just were kind of low, you know, um, and it forced a lot of businesses that were reliant on that in-person contact, uh, to figure out like, okay, well, how can I, how can I create a digital experience that's just as good or better than the in-person one? And, and I'm seeing it in across every industry, you know, especially like we're coming up on tax season and I'm seeing all these commercials for like TurboTax that are like, no, we give you actual real people now <laughs> to like sit with you and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, cause they're not working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funny, right? Like, it was a huge disaster when you think about it. Mm. But also, like, uh, this globalization and ter- everything turning into online was coming. But one year maybe acceler- accelerated us 10, 15 years. So, so interesting. Yeah. I mean, and it was really sad for a lot of people, too, that just aren't able to offer yeah. an online experience, you know? Um, that is terribly unfortunate for a lot of small businesses. It's been a very yeah. rough year. So hopefully, hopefully we have brighter days ahead. I, I would like to think yeah. that's, what I, that's what I cling to, is that there are brighter days ahead. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, 2020, man, um, definitely, I think it's a bold move really bold move starting a business we didn't know we launched of course in january <laughs> if we knew we would wait oh no, my goodness I'm talking like yeah <laughs> online online businesses like really grew extraordinary last year yeah. and hope to hope and i'm really hopeful for small businesses as well i think i i know a lot of them already bankrupted like it's super sad mm-hmm. but the ones that survives will change the in- industry as well yeah, I mean, it is definitely a a pivotal year, a pivotal year for a lot of people. I personally, um, when the pandemic went down, and it was, um, I was okay. I was a little nervous. Um, I mean, my my boutique is online, and my other business is coaching, and that's all online. And so, um, however, I get product from my boutique from LA, and so when they shut down, I had absolute meltdown. Um, If you guys listen to Self Love Sunday, I'm pretty sure I did an episode talking about my meltdown of that um, because it was really, really scary. It was, I did, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen and would I even be able to get product? And if I don't get new product, then my 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 girls don't shop unless there's new shiny stuff, you know? Um, (laughs) So they don't buy the old stuff if we don't have new stuff. And so it was... um, it was really scary. And I really considered like, Hey, um, my lease is up at my headquarters and we could, we could just shut the door and no one would blame me right mm. now. But I decided like, Hey, let's stay and fight. You know, but there's, I'd ra- go Good down. Call, the like. ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good call though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great that you also have an online leg that probably saved the whole business, right? That I have what? Online, online part. Oh, yeah. I mean, if 
if if my, our bread and butter came from being in person, that would have been really tough. But I mean, I'm I've seen other other boutiques like do it and pull through, and they've done amazing. So you know, having to do that pivot to get online and kind of hustle. So it's definitely um, been interesting for the industry. And there's some boutiques that have just blown up because of it, because people are at home and they're shopping. <laughs> yeah. That's what's going on. So tell me, tell me more about um, you personally in your, so you said you're moving to vegetarian. What's that about? Uh, so <laughs> literally one day I woke up, I said, I, I want to try to be a pescatarian. Like I, I just felt like I don't want to eat meat because mm-hmm. I, I have a pretty standard diet, like close to Mediterranean. Mm. And one day I woke up and I said, literally, I, I don't want to eat meat for a while. And I started like eating some salmon a lot. So then I said, okay, I want to be a vegetarian. So I, I ate a lot of salmon, so I don't want to see any more salmon for a while. Mm. So it's been just like literally a couple of like, not even two months. So just wanted to experiment. Like, how can I contribute better to this world? Like, how can I, mm. as individuals, we have responsibilities and what is my share? I started to question these things. And yeah. not that I'm going to stay like this or I have to, I, I respect all kind of different diets and whatever you like and whatever you feel is healthy for you and good for you, please like do whatever you want. I'm not a nutritionist, but like, <laughs> ex- experimenting on your diet and lifestyle is, is teaching you a lot. Like the, the good thing is I have a tool like Vivo that I can measure myself Yeah, and my urine pH was always so acidic. And even though I was eating a lot of vegetables, greens, I couldn't figure out why it's so acidic and acidic. And it's not good to have an acidic urine. Mm. So after this lifestyle change, I started seeing more alkaline urine, better hydration levels. And like even uh, on scale, I had this couple of kilos that I wanted to lose. It melted itself automatically and I'm always full. So Mm. it's just a change and trial. Like, do you do any? experiments on your diet or your lifestyle? Yeah. Um, you know, I personally, I had like a whole yo-yo diet, um, era where I would literally try anything. If you told me I'd lose weight, I was there. I was on it. I was committed. Like (laughs) I would, yeah, it was so bad. Um, and of course, like a lot of these, you know, fad diets are, um, not sustainable and they are based in restrictions. And I finally found, um, flexible dieting, which allowed me counting macros, if you're familiar with Mm -hmm. that. So it just allowed me, I was just kind of blew my mind, like, oh, what I can eat like stuff I actually really like. And I don't have to be off the rails, like face planting in a pizza to be enjoying pizza as part of my diet. And I can also like still reach my physical goals and how I want to look and how I want to feel. So I started doing that several years ago. And just, you know, that that was something I kind of held on to for a while because it was so prolific for me and I felt so safe in this diet. Um, and I would kind of go on and off, but for the most part, I stayed on it. And then just this past year, um, probably in the last three or four months, three months, I started doing just intuitive eating. So I eat what I want and based on what my body tells me. And and I don't recommend that for most humans because most people have <laughs> no idea what, uh, one, they, they've, if you've never tracked your food, you don't really understand like what your intake should look like. 
for your goals, but two, um, most people aren't connected to their bodies where we live in our heads and most people don't have that intuition that they actually listen to. So it's very tough. Um, at first I, I struggled and I am, I just went through a whole thing where I am very connected to myself and connected to my body, but translating that into my diet took some time and it took some (laughs) similar what I'm doing right now like literally I said to myself whenever I wanted to eat meat I let myself to eat and my sister is eating next to me my like fiance eat next to me and I'm like I really don't want it maybe my body doesn't need that right now like maybe that this break has a purpose like listening to your body and by the way Vivu's motto is listen to your body's voice Mm. like to be yeah I love that there's a tool to help you to hear it so really on point like and it you didn't see any bad effects right like you're just listening to yourself right well at (laughs) first I feel like there's you know there was a little bit of a pendulum swing right so like as I'm trying to figure this out I probably put on a little not like a lot of weight but just like got a little fluffier feeling it didn't really feel really good and I just had to keep pushing through and trust the process and listen and eventually you know that pendulum went from like you know and now we're kind of at center um and you know there's still days where I if I get too unraveled in work then I don't eat until way late later than I should or I don't eat enough that day um and that's not so much of me not listening to my body that's just me ignoring (laughs) like being like "No, no no we don't have time right now um but I don't find myself binging I don't find myself really overeating I'm just kind of like okay you know what I want waffles for breakfast and that's what I'm eating today and then there are days where I'm like you know I'd really like a breakfast sandwich and I just kind of like I take a deep breath and I just kind of what do I want today or what do I want right now or what would feel good to eat and that's just how I'm rolling it sounds really woo-woo and it kind of yeah. is but um and waffles doesn't have to be bad like you can do amazing no. waffles with banana egg and oats like amazing yeah. healthy ho- like whole food waffles like you can do a lot yeah so. I mean I I do like the Kodiak cake so it's like protein <laughs> anyways but you know yeah. I mean and I put whatever topping I want if I want to do cool whip and and nut butter like I do that mm-hmm. if I sometimes if I'm on the run I eat them plain and just try to get them in but yeah. I think um there's something really beautiful about this process and just trying something new and seeing how it goes and and not being afraid to really just kind of get into it as opposed to getting into it and being like, no, 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 I don't want to do this anymore. This is uncomfortable or maybe I've gained a pound or something and it just, you know, feels bad. Um, I just had to push through that because my goal eventually is to teach other people to do this uh, as well. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love to stand in my own integrity when I do anything, you know, if I'm promoting a product or if I'm telling someone about something or if I'm teaching or coaching something, it has to be something that I've done myself and that I mm-hmm. believe in myself or I just, I can't do it. <laughs> there has to be that integrity there for sure. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So, so are you finding yourself, um, you said that you feel full and all of that. I think protein is one of the, um, the toughest, toughest challenges I think, uh, to accomplish when you are on a vegetarian or like a vegan diet. So are you mm-hmm. not finding that to be an issue or does Vivu help my with that issue too? Was- my issue was I wasn't eating enough veggies. Like literally mm. I started from there. Like I couldn't increase my intake because my, most of my meals were like, again, like a big part of like chicken, beef yeah. and small amount of cooked vegetables. And I, I would never have space to eat a salad 
or fruit afterwards. Like I would, I was always super like stuffed, if mm. that's the right way to say. So I wanted to open myself for more colorful veggies yeah. and like whole foods. Like literally, I want to, I want to eat a bell pepper. Like at this point in my life, I want to eat a bell pepper, like a apple. Like I'm seeking <laughs> for it. So yeah, it's, it's maybe it's just a phase again. Like I'm listening. Just yeah. like you said, I'm listening to my body and asking what it wants. And it was it wants a lot of veggies. And for proteins, I'm trying to eat fish. And I'm not a vegan, so I'm also <laughs> super addicted to dairy. Because I'm coming from a Mediterranean kitchen. Cheese yeah. is vital for me. Ugh, yogurts, like Greek yogurts, is my like yeah. go-to. So I, I, I get a, enough uh, proteins. Also, we have nutritionists in Vivo team, so I'm always getting yeah. their recommendations for my macros. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Good. Yeah, I think it's really important to um, just allow yourself exploration. I think so often we lock ourselves into something. We make a decision, hey, I'm doing this. And maybe a week later, like that's not who we are anymore and that doesn't feel good for us anymore, but we feel like we have to stick to it because we said we would. <laughs> and it's like, allow yourself that flow. You know, I could have said something a year ago, 10 years ago, a month ago that I don't agree with anymore. It's just not who I am today. Yeah. Um, and I think giving yourself that space to explore is beautiful. So. That's great. So we like to end things on a quote. Do you have a, a quote that you'd like to share with us? I know you just gave us Vivo's motto. I think that would have been a good one, but. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yes. Let's finish with like, don't forget to listen to your body's voice. Let's finish like this. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's perfect. <laughs> don't forget to listen to your body's voice and your body is not your brain you guys your brain is just part of your body and has a lot more to say than your body does beautiful thank you so much for being here today can you tell everyone where they can find you and find um vivu vivo vivu 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 so you can just uh find me from I don't even like have open accounts. I'm a pretty discreet person. So please follow Vivu. Vivu yeah. app uh, is our Instagram and vivu.io is our website. So just Beautiful. visit and learn. Yeah. And Great. you can always reach us out for discount or anything. Perfect. Mariah, thank you so much for being here with us thank today. You, I appreciate you thank so you. much. So great. It was fun. I learned a lot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Self Love Breakfast Club. If you enjoyed it, please share with your friends and tag us in your Instagram stories. See you next time.